I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Some of you may know that the city of Colorado Springs has a sports office. Maybe you've been part of our adult softball league or your child has played t-ball or soccer. Our youth sports program is very popular and for good reason. We offer so many sports, camps, opportunities for families to be active. You can meet new people. You can enjoy being part of a team. And the exciting news I want to share today is about our free sports registrations available. That's right. I said free. That's the magic word. There are a limited number of free spots for families in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA, that are available on a first-come, first-served basis. And I have two guests joining me to talk about this great program today. Will Davis is the coordinator of the city's youth sports program, and Shane Knopfsinger is a sports medicine physical therapist. Did I get that right, Shane? Okay. With Children's Hospital Colorado. Thank you both for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. So, um, we'll start by telling us a little bit about your role in the sports office, your involvement, your history with the program, because although people may be hearing about it for the first time, it is not a, a brand new program. Yeah, so I've been uh, with the Colorado Springs uh, Parks, Rec, and Cultural Services sports office for about five years now. Uh, I'm the youth sports coordinator, or it's, it's been reclassified as program administrator. And uh, the program that we've been able to do, the free sports program, has uh, been very exciting. Uh, this program actually started in 2020 during COVID, which we had to stop. Um, we got everything going. We had yeah. over 1,200 kids in the program, and then obviously COVID hit. And, you know, it was frustrating because we were super excited to get this program ready. Like I said, we had 1,200 kids in the program, and uh, but we, we got everything going back up again in 2021. COVID was rough on kids in general. Yes. Yeah. And, and at first, so we, we went small uh, or smaller, and it keeps growing. Right. So we had uh, a little over like 400 kids the first time we did that. Um, and it was just strictly pre K and K soccer. So we did that in the fall and in the spring. And since then, it's just kept on growing. We've, uh, we've been able to get more partners, get more help. And, uh, the pro- program just continues to grow. Okay. That's awesome. And so, um, the goal is kind of to remove that financial barrier, correct? I mean, we want people to take advantage of it if they are in need of that financial assistance. And if you're not, don't take advantage of it, right? And you also have a donation program as well. We do. And, and you're exactly right. We want to remove those financial barriers, uh, help kids throughout the whole city be able to participate. And what's been really cool in how this program has expanded uh, is in the South, helping kids um, – get that opportunity who may not. And, you know, when we have families come in or ask about the program, Hey, we're going to figure it out. You know, even if all those free spots get taken, uh, we can use uh, the helping hand fund to help out pay those individuals or pay for their program registrations to make sure, again, uh, we want, if you want to play, your kid wants to play, we're here to help and make sure that happens. That's awesome. And we, like you just mentioned, have a lot of generous grants and donations uh, that make this program possible. I want to mention some of them. Daniels Fund, Dakota Foundation, Boeing, Chapman Foundations, Comcast, Gazette Charities Foundation, the Shuck Foundation, and Children's Hospital Colorado, Shane, which you represent. So tell us about what you do at Children's and your connection to this. Um, and, And kind of if you can also provide some insight on just the benefit of youth sports, which I'm sure you witness. Yeah, yeah. So as you mentioned, I'm a I'm a sports medicine physical therapist. You know, in physical therapy, we have subspecialties: orthopedics, neuro, and then sports. And so that's what we do. We 
we specialize in treating young athletes. Um, so you can imagine um, that we're dealing with growth plate injuries and those sorts of things, which is part of the reason why we exist is to understand those things. Um, so I'm treating things like ankle sprains, um, small and, and big growth plate injuries, ACL tears, uh, those sorts of things. And um, yeah, basically to, you know, to hear Will kind of explain, you know, his philosophies and, and vision, you know, the cool thing is, is I, I just uh, see how much we align um, in our overall vision and philosophies. And, you know, that's why it's exciting to partner with recreational sports is because, um, you know, there's this spectrum of, of kind of, uh, two ends of the spectrum are the problems with youth sports. You have the, um, what's called exercise deficit disorder. So kids aren't playing, they don't have the opportunities They're They're on the couch, they're playing video games. And then you have the other end, which is sports special specialization, which is, you know, parents and, and kids going overboard, playing too much sports and, uh, and one sport. focusing on one, one sport. Yes. Exactly. So what's cool is, uh, recreational sports, kind of solves both problems. You know, it, it opens up the door opportunities for kids to participate. And then, um, and then it opens up the door for kids to sample other sports and, and kind of take a step back from the higher intensity athletics that they're participating in. So. And they're participating in those at a pretty young age right now. So a absolutely. it's nice to be able to, I would assume both of you would be advocates for really trying out some different sports at a Ab younger age, right? Absolutely. Cause you never know what they're going to excel at either. Yeah. Um, just cause dad played baseball, right. Doesn't mean that <laughs> yeah. both the kids yeah. have to play baseball. Um, they may be good at it, but they may also be really good, you know, volleyball players or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. so both of you encourage that. Yeah. And there's, you know, I, I can't be a physical therapist and not be interested in the prevention side too. And, and then you have this philosophy of the, uh, physical literacy or, or long-term athletic development where, Kids are learning how to move at a young age, which then prevents injuries down the road. So, you know, that's that's the best prevention, which, again, I think the, the rec sports provides. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so, Will, I want to um, talk a little bit more about how every, you know, kids are playing more and more every year. So our plan this year is to offer more than 1,300 of those free spots, Correct. right? And how do people, how will they see it? How do they sign up? It's, it's pretty simple, right? Just through the registration. Yeah. Process. So our registration opens up January 3rd. Okay. And, uh, at 8 AM. Okay. <laughs> so first come first serve, uh, we're, we're sending out our marketing emails. We're letting uh, our families know that registration is going to start, not just for our, our soccer program, but our youth tackle football program and our youth baseball program. And so the free spots, like you said, we have over 1300, There'll be around uh, 650 for, for spring soccer. Okay. And then um, I believe it's another like 300 or so for uh, our youth baseball program. So that's for soccer. It's pre-K all the way through fourth grade. And then same thing with, uh, with baseball and softball. So we're trying to get, we're, as, like you said, this program's growing. So now we're offering it to not other sports. We started with just soccer. Now we're able to push that into baseball a little bit. And when we first started, again, it was just pre-K and K. It was just the little guys. And now we're able to expand it. And so we're seeing these program numbers grow throughout the entire program. We're getting kids playing um, at the older levels, which is very exciting. And so how that works is when you go to register, and we, we want to make it easy, right? Um, you pick a program park, or practice park, I should say, where you want to practice out of. And those so in your neighborhood, so ideally. In your neighborhood, yeah, right. Um, all over the city. 
and you pick what's going to work best for you, whether it's maybe close to mom or dad's work, uh, maybe as closest to your house. And to make that a little bit easier on parents, right? Um, a lot of travel that might happen when you have kids in multiple sports right. or multiple days. And so um, with, that, with that opportunity to play with those parks, the little guys will play in those areas. We typically have like centralized leagues. And actually now in the third and fourth grade, because we have enough kids, same thing. So we'll have, you know, North Leagues, Central Leagues, West Leagues. To make it easy and convenient on parents in regards with travel, um, as you, as we get older and we have less teams, that's where you're seeing like all city leagues where you got to travel a little bit more, but it's starting to, with the growth in the program and the availability to provide more free and remove those financial barriers, um, we're getting more and more kids, which is super exciting. And it's not only convenient to be in your neighborhood, but I know from my experience with my kids, it's also nice because oftentimes they're playing with kids that they're in school with, um, or they're playing against them. Um, and you're making friends that you wouldn't otherwise maybe at school or I know, you know, for my son, oh, so-and-so is on my baseball team and now we're friends at school too. So it really translates even further than just the the team sports. Yeah. And I, I like that it's not just soccer anymore, right? Like we talk about the specialization, why we're super excited that the program grew. Now we're offering it for baseball, you know, because th- those families are like, hey, when are we going to start looking at these other sports? And I uh, you know, I know you have a young kid and maybe he'll be playing T-ball here soon. Uh, T-ball's a riot. Right. Um, I've coached T-ball for like four years now. That's where the good it. videos and, come from. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Running to third base instead of first. And mm-hmm. All that. So I, I'm, I'm really happy that we're able to incorporate it in that program and in the kid pitch and coach pitch program and uh, girls softball, too. Right. So um, because these generous donations and how the program has been able to grow, now we're we're helping out a lot more kids, a lot more families to be able to participate in Olympic City USA. That's awesome. So Shane, if there's parents who are listening and they're thinking about starting their kids in youth sports, do you have a recommendation of where to start with a young kid? And is there an ideal sport or, um, you know, or an ideal way or age or any tips you would give parents who are like, okay, I got a young kiddo and, and where, and where do I start? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's tough. I I mean, I I think it, it almost doesn't matter, you know, just, uh, encouraging activity at, at the youngest age possible and starting to learn how to move and explore all these variety of different movement concepts, strength, agility, balance, uh, which, you know, I think a lot of sports provide. So variety, mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. is the, is one of the biggest things. Don't be afraid um, to let them try a couple yeah, different things. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, we've already talked uh, about a, a ton of the benefits um, the s- socialization, the, there's uh, more and more evidence about mental health benefits and uh, and those sorts of things. So, yeah, it's just it, endless potential, uh, I think, uh, to get your kids involved at the youngest age possible and then just to explore just a variety of different concepts, I think, is the most important thing. Good point. And I know there are some kids who will tell you because they'll have their own little favorite sport that they develop at a young age. You know, they may be big yeah. soccer players yeah. or they can't get enough football or whatever it is. So they may um, be the ones who decide. But um just as long as you get them into something. And I know I'm from a big sports family myself, and you brought up a good point of there are so many lessons that sometimes are secondary to the physical benefits, but really in my mind are just as important, if not more so. Um, and it's that teamwork. It's how to win and lose. It's all those like, you know, just daily lessons that you're getting that you cannot, you cannot recreate in any other way. hundred percent. You can tell your kid that you got to be a good sport. 
but they have to be able to experience that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I look for like research to support that and, and it's hard to find. Interesting. But it's just undeniable. You know, it's right. just logic. It's just yep. like, it just makes sense. And, and from all of our experience growing up in sports, like the life lessons that you learn is are just so valuable. Our, our sports physical therapy um, team's vision is to empower future generations to pursue their highest potential. And it, it's intentionally broad, because, you know, it, it's, it just speaks to the variety of lessons that you learn about life just by participating in, in sports. And you mentioned teamwork, and uh, it's, uh, it's just uh, never-ending. It translates into everything. Yeah. Yes, it really does. If I want to add one more yes, thing, do. what I really like you know, being a coach is perseverance, right? Mm-hmm. As a kid, yeah. they're learning this new skill, particularly the, at the youngest of levels, right? Um, some kids just want to be good at everything immediately. And so, like, having to deal with learning that new skill and helping them and guide them through that is, is such a big part of it. And then, and lastly, friends, right? When you talk about the socialization part, um, you know, having my son participate in these programs and the, 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 the relationships and bonds that he's been able to develop with these kids is such a big part of why they play sport. It's so true. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of, you just said as a coach, so I know you're always looking for coaches, um, talk about how great it is to be a coach. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's volunteer. It's volunteer <laughs> basis, right? Yeah. So we're always looking for volunteers, aren't we? Yeah, we, we are. Um, and, and it's, and it's not just soccer, um, you know, with our youth tackle football program and, and baseball program, but, uh, with, with the growth in that soccer program, I'll, we'll be recruiting and needing over a hundred coaches for the upcoming season. And, uh, like wh- why would anybody want to do it? Right. Um, I'm talking to parents every day when we get to, January and February, why they should. And it's fun. Like how I look at it is, you know, I, I'm stuck in an office all day and I get that opportunity to be with my son and go play and, and have fun. And, you know, I, I talk to, to parents who, who want to be involved and they want to help, but they're nervous right. because I, well, I, I don't I know what to do. Soccer. Yeah. I, don't I never know. played baseball as a kid. And I, I'm here to let you know that we don't just give you the equipment and say, Hey, Good luck. Yeah, right. Um, we have a lot of great training resources, whether that's uh, online through apps. Shane has been a big part of helping us, not just about talking about skills and those things, but giving uh, Children's Hospital has given us content about you know s- safe uh, play practices, injury prevention, and those things. So we're going to help Good. you. Um, like I said, I'm a coach in the program, so I I try to be a resource for these coaches. Try to help them out as much as possible. So look. Um, if they're having fun, if the coaches are having fun, the kids are having fun. Yeah. And so we, we don't want these parents or any volunteer to look at it as a burden, but that they get to be outside, that they get to play with kids, and, and that they're having fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll need a lot of coaches, and we're, we're going to be on the recruiting trail <laughs> once registration <laughs> opens. And um, I think that what I really like is when we get that individual who doesn't want to do it or, or maybe nervous, apprehensive uh, about doing it, and they do it. And then they come back, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Yeah. yeah. Or they even do it the next year. They love it. Yep. And yeah. I want to, I want to come back and I want to keep doing it. My, my son had a blast or my daughter had a blast and uh, we want to do it again. Again, I think what can help us is getting these individuals who aren't just parents. Um, the air force Academy has helped us out a little bit and they, awesome. um, some of their cadets uh, are coaches for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got a few um, children's hospital employees um, every now and then, which is also beneficial from our partners who are helping out. So we need those pipelines. We need those younger individuals to bring some some blood and are fresh out of program. sports sometimes. <laughs> Who yeah, have that energy. Right, you know, right. it's, it's hard as a parent. You know, I say go out there and play, but you know, um, this is volunteer, like you said. Right. 
And so it's hard to bring that energy sometimes. But going back to financial barriers, I want to mention too, with coaching, um, you know, some people are a little hesitant because they're like, I don't want to buy all the stuff and they don't have to buy the equipment. So that is supplied. I do want to mention that. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, Um, we give you everything um, in regards with not just resources and training, um, but the supplies. And I have had the opportunity to a few years ago, um, interview a bunch of your coaches that were coaches for years right. and just talked so kindly about the support they received, not just equipment wise and that sort of thing. Um, at just, you know, if they had some issues or they were, had a problem with the kiddo or they weren't sure how to run a practice or whatever, that your staff was really awesome and supportive. Well, so. coaches bring the life into the program. They're the whole reason why the program is, I mean, not the whole reason, but a huge part why? of why the program's growing yeah. is um, I, that that's like the one part of my job that I really love to do is recruiting and training coaches and, and just helping them along that process to make sure that they understand that, Hey, we're growing too, uh, right. as individuals, not we're, we're helping kids grow and learn, but we are as individuals too. And this isn't, you know, yes, we care about these kids. That's the most important thing, but we want these coaches to be able to have that experience and, and be able to have fun and know that we're there to support them. Um, like I said, uh, whether it's on the phone, talking to them through some stuff, um, we have apps uh, or, or an app that, that we're using now that is really good to streamline the coaching process, whether that's communication with parents or like, hey, I will give you, if you want to run six practices, I'm going to give you a template with eight specific stuff and how to work on what to work on when and yeah. go through that. We can do that. So make it as easy as possible for those, for those individuals who are willing to volunteer their time. Again, yeah. make it fun. So it's not stressful. It's fun. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't have to be stressful. The nice thing I will say is the benefits of it is you get to pick and choose the days and times you practice. Yes. Um, we just say, hey, sometime after 5 o'clock when you practice on weekdays. Right. And then at your practice park or within a two-mile radius of it. Awesome. So, and then we always suggest getting more help, right? It takes a village to run I was team. just going to say, if you've got like two or three coaches, yeah. it makes it hey, really let's, nice. Let's get, let's get as many coaches on that team as possible that works for the, for that team. And, and support those kids, particularly, you know, at the oldest or youngest levels, right? Um, getting all those kids wrangled up and, and managing it can be a lot. And I get it as it can be daunting if you're the only one. Right, right. So we, we try to give you as much support as possible to make sure that, again, you feel comfortable, that it's fun, that it's not a, not a burden on you. Even if you just say, I'll be an assistant coach, you can help with the wrangling. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Okay, so um, – I do want to mention coloradosprings.gov slash youth sports is where people want to go for more information about coaching. Um, the registration is all there and just more information about this uh, free sports program, right? And that's the best bet. Yeah. Where they should start. Yeah. Registration. Um, again, j- uh, registration opens not just for youth soccer, um, but youth tackle football and our, our baseball program. Um, January third. The free spots are for the youth soccer program and youth baseball program. Got it. And yeah, just go to um, ColoradoSprings.gov/slash/youthsports, and that's where you can find our coaches' information too. Uh, register to be a coach, and that, that's when I reach out to you and, and talk about that process and timeline. Um, we're going to get going here in that that first week of March, so we're excited to get uh, programs growing. So, you know, it, I, I get it as a parent; it's easy to procrastinate and uh, but put it on your calendar. And, put it on your calendar. <laughs> It, um, if you can take care of it on the third and get one of those free spots, great. But if, if you don't need one of those free spots and you know, you're, you're able to, um, pay that registration, please feel free or, or donate to the helping hand fund right. to help these families who, who really need it and, um, want to be able to participate. Like, like you said, we want to remove those financial barriers and we want to get as many kids that want to play to be able to play. So, um, 
Okay. Again, um, excited for all the opportunities that are going to be not just with soccer, but with youth baseball this year too. And literally, I know that the reason we're growing is because of these partnerships. So thank you to Children's Hospital Colorado and all our sponsors oh, it's, and it's, supporters. It's inspirational. Really, is. it's an awesome, it's an awesome place to put your money. That's for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so one last question for you both, just for fun, before we wrap up. So, uh, give me a good sports story. It can be about you, somebody you coached, your kid, whatever, whatever. Just something that you would like to share that speaks to the power, or maybe just the comedy of sports. Whatever you got. I'll let Shane go first. Oh, Pressure's oh, on, yeah. Shane. <laughs> Giving right? yourself some time to think. There. <laughs> uh, let's see here. He's like, sure. Um, well, Did you play when you were younger? Yeah, in sports. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I would I'm help. Definitely right? the uh, ultimate multi-sport athlete. You know, like uh, uh, what what is the saying? Um, Master of n- none, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> what did I you play? Uh, in high school, football, wrestling, and lacrosse were, were my Oh, sports, wow. But, but be, before that, you know, you name it. I, right. I think I probably did just about everything you can imagine. So, oh, Do you have a goodness. favorite sport? Um, you know, um, to watch to, the, to this day still is football. You know, I'm okay. a standard American in that regard. Uh-huh. But uh, it became wrestling. Okay. I think uh, I didn't start wrestling until high school. So just, you know, the newness and continuing to have potential to improve. I, yep. I think I just really fell in love with that sport. But goodness, a, a story. I feel I, I really feel like I want to give a patient story. Um, but obviously I can't, you know, say the patient's name. But right. um, there, there's so many just examples of that that persistence and resiliency. Um, you know, I, I've had – so. Oh, gosh, I'm I'm trying to you know not say too much about a patient, but um, you know I just have a handful of examples of, of kids who have gone through multiple injuries. You know, um, you hear the biggest risk for injury is previous injury, and you know we do everything we can to to improve that, but mm-hmm. it's it's just true. You know, like then movement patterns change, weakness happens, uh, mechanics change, and then you're just set up for future injuries. So inevitably kids have multiple injuries. Uh, you know, people think that medicine has it all figured out. We don't. Uh, so, you know, we try, we try to do everything we can to prevent these future problems, but the kids who end up having multiple surgeries and they can, they, they love it. They continue to persist through. They continue to be resilient. They, they work hard. And then eventually they seem to cross some sort of line and, and things normalize. And then they go on to, to be college athletes. You know, I have, a, I have a handful of examples in that, in that category. Uh, I have a kid with, a, with a sh- multiple shoulder injuries who's playing at the college level right now. Nice. Um, uh, multiple uh, meniscus repairs. Um, I have a couple kids who are playing at UCCS right now. Nice. Sports. So, um, uh, so you even get to go see them once in a while, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, to, to be able to turn on the TV and watch one of your former athletes play at the college level is a, is pretty inspiring thing, especially when you, when you know how good of a kid they are and how hard they worked. Um, so I'm going to have to give kind of a broad, like multi kid example, but, uh, it's, it's inspiring to see. And, um, and it does speak to just kids' passion yeah. for playing. Yeah, absolutely. For the games that they play because they just love them. I mean, absolutely. it's like if you're willing to overcome all that, it means you love it. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. How about you? You know, I'll just speak to how, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, how important Parks and Rec uh, sports have been to me, not just running them, but when I was a kid. 
And uh, I was a three-sport athlete. I played football, basketball, and baseball. And uh, where I met all my friends and, like, developed those relationships and fell in love with sport was, you know, at that youth level. Mm-hmm. And and then I remember when my dad coached me one year at basketball, and I loved it, and I had so much fun. I was like, Dad, coach me again. He's like, nope, I, I put in my time. I'm not good. <laughs> so he was one of those dads, right? He's like, did it once. But yeah. uh, uh, to talk uh, right now as a coach – uh, for my son, I remember coaching his his first soccer season, and I, I didn't play soccer in high school, but I started running programming, you know, several years before becoming the the program coordinator here. So I had an idea, but things you think you know that you mm-hmm. don't know as you start coaching and uh, just growing with the kids and having fun. But you know, we my son who he was younger uh, enjoyed the the season, but I remember after the season and we were getting ready for the next one. I was like, hey, do you do you want to play again? He was like, you know, I, I want to take a break. And I was like, I was a little hurt, but I was like, I'm not going to push it. <laughs> He's right? like, I didn't really yeah. like the coach. Yeah, no. like, yeah, good job, Dad. <laughs> um, and I said, okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll try again. And we, he started, you know, when he was a, um, a kindergartner in school, he started playing outside with his friends and started playing soccer again. And he got bigger and he got stronger. And he's like, you know, I think I want to give it a try again. And um, to see that development and perseverance and growth, and now he loves it. Like we were watching the World Cup together, and he could name like the stars on each team. His his favorite player is Kylian Mbappe from France. Yeah. It's like wow. I it was just so happy to see, and it's all because of his friends. Like he started playing with his friends. It's not all because at, of his friends, actually. Right. It's because you were like, go outside and play with your friends. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah. Too much credit, but <laughs> yeah, um, a big part of it is his friends and. What's cool and how I want to wrap it back into this program is, um, you know, he's like, Dad, I want to play. And I was like, okay. And he's like, the, the parents started asking me, hey, we want to get these kids together on the same team. What does that look like? And, um, hey, what is the price? And I went through that. And they're like, well, we, we don't know if, if we can afford that. I said, well, we have this free soccer grant that we can help you through so you can participate. And so we were able to get several of his, his buddies on the team through that through these funds and help and support um, from, you know, at Children's Hospital and others. And so they were able to play, and they played together, and they had the best season, and they grew together, and they improved. That's they awesome. Goals and, they, and, they, and they stay together. They that success. Which is, yes. Yeah, and, and it's because they all decided to start playing on the playground. Right. And uh, we were able to help foster that and help the parents play them in a more structured environment with, with league games against other teams. And uh, that – that was my most recent sports memory where I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And it's, again, it speaks to this program and what it's doing for, for kids. So um, I'm just so grateful for Olympic city USA, for all our partners that are continuing to let this happen, um, that we're going to be able to remove those financial barriers and, and help as many kids as possible who want to play, play. Oh, so great. I just share your passion. Sports are awesome. Thank you both for all you do. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. So I want to give it one more time, coloradosprings.gov slash youth sports. Visit the website. Check out all the options for kids and adults. And um, please become a youth sports coach. That's the other message of the day. We need you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Behind the Springs, everybody.